Please enjoy your prescribed fiction experience. Hi, I'm Phil. Hi, I'm Mark. Hi, I'm Bunty. Hi, I'm Maria. Hi, I'm Patrick. And welcome to Organised Fun, the board game podcast, where this week we've got another chapter of our Kids on Bikes adventure. Normally there'd be business first, but there's no business, so without any ado at all, here is Kids on Bikes Chapter 2, Trouble at the Brewery. Are you sitting comfortably? Then I'll begin. Previously on Kids on Bikes... It's a sunny June afternoon. School and work has finished at lunchtime as the town gets ready to celebrate Brewer's Day. As you know, it's been five years since the fire at the old brewery tragically took the life of my brewing partner, Lucien LeBlue. Get off, you charlatan. Load of old shit. I'm telling you, that Daniel Berry's full of shit. He's always going on about how tragic that fire was, but I think it was not an accident. I think it was murder. That Daniel Berry is a murdering son bitch. I've never been allowed back in the brewery after I lost my job, but I bet there's some answers there. There are loads more uh, caravans, people kind of coming and camping and, you know, people normally come for the celebrations, but it seems like there are more than normal. We're here for the tour of the Blueberry Brewery. It's famous around these parts. I kind of want to go to the old brewery. You can see the ruins of the building behind the chain link fence covered in signs saying danger keep out most of the lower levels are blocked by too much debris i'm going to take a um a bottle that's like burnt obviously like crack the, the label's peeling but i'm curious why there's a guard guarding an old building why should ed not grass you up um well i suspect that he probably will backup arrived and richard and ed have been uh, cautioned scolded and uh, sent on their way as you're leaving the town square hortense Mon- green corners you she stuffs a leaflet into your hand and says i hope you can join us uh, and she's given you a flyer for a temperance meeting abstinence is key it says the bluesburg temperance society invites you to a meeting tonight at 9 p.m sharp to discuss how to free our town from the clutches of blueberry brewery ladies and gentlemen it is high time we loosed ourselves from the moral anchor that is blueberry Brewery. Daniel Berry has strayed into the ungodly. We must take matters into our own hands. Body parts are being put in the beer, you know. If you want further proof, you should check the records. A number of brewery employees have gone missing over the past five years. Mm, I would like to see those records. The next morning, Saturday morning, the town goes back to normal. But the events of Brewer's Day night have lingering effects. Janice, how are you feeling uh, in the in the morning after the night's festivities? Well, I'm certainly not hungover because I'm a teenager and I'm immune to alcohol. That's all good. I'm a bit missed that Sandy got off with Trent and kind of ruins the night. You know? Describe <laughs> describe your room. What's your bedroom like? So it's got a bed in it. Got posters of super fans. Got Bon Jovi posters all over. The wall, down my face. I've got my, I've got my cassette deck on my desk, which is under my window. Generic bedroom furniture in it, and the school books in the corner, I guess. Well, you're you're just sort of getting ready for your day when there's a knock at the front door, but uh, no one's around to answer it. Where is everyone else in your in your homestead on a Saturday morning? Dad's gone to work. He he works at the local newspaper, so he's gone to go and write up the events of Brewers' Day. Mum has a coffee morning or whatever the equivalent is for some of the other moms with the good wine. 
someone's banging on the door. Put some clothes on, staggered downstairs to the door and put open being a bit bedraggled and unhappy because I'm a teenager who's been woken up in the morning. You open the door and it is your good friend from last night, Melissa Duke. Normally a, a mousy girl, she's thin and a bit lanky, but this morning she's visibly upset. Oh no, what's wrong? It's, it's, it's my brother, Dwayne. He's got fired from the brewery for stealing that beer last night. <laughs> I don't know what to do, Janice. Why are you laughing, Janice? <laughs> Melissa clings to you, snotting and sobbing onto your shoulder. If only we hadn't suggested that Dwayne steal the bit. Oh, that's awful. Come in, come in. Pull her into the house and pull her in on the sofa. What, what should we do? No, if we tell them it was us, then we'll get in trouble. Well, oh, uh, how about we, we go on the brewery tour and we cause some trouble to, to get revenge on those bastards? <laughs> if that'll make them happy, let's, let's do that. Let me get dressed. Jerry, you are woken up by loud noises. You look out your window and you see more caravans have pitched up during the night closer to your forest <laughs> dwelling. What do you do about these interlopers? Uh, well, I'm gonna grab my uh, hunting rifle and uh, go outside. It's not loaded, it's, it's above the door, take it down. It's not loaded, just for a show. Uh, and I go and uh, go and see what's going on, knock on some of the caravans, see if anyone's about. You knock on a caravan and a man in his early 50s appears at the door. He's he's your typical redneck. He's got a straw hat, a check shirt, and some dungarees. Well, hi there. What can well, I do for you? Uh, what are you doing, Parks? On my land, you can't be uh, pulling your caravan up here. Oh, well, I'm mighty sorry about that, but I'm here for the brewery tour. I hear it's the best one around. Oh, why are you here? You're nowhere near the brewery. Go find somewhere else in town. Well, all the other spots are taken. And, well, last time I was in town, about five years ago, this was the perfect place. That was you, was it? <laughs> um, why is, what's all this about the brewery tour? Seems like everyone's going on this brewery tour these days. Well, I wouldn't know about anybody else. Nuh-uh. <sighs> Okay, you better keep quiet. If you so much as even slightly annoy me, I'll be back. <laughs> well, um, I'm just about to head to the brewery, so will my caravan be safe near your hut thing? Yeah, I suppose so. Okay, well, have a good day now. Oh, by the way, my name's Cletus. Of course it is. Cletus ambles along up the path in the direction of the brewery. What are you going to do now, Jerry? Well, my interest has been piqued. Uh, I, I feel that I have to go and see what's going on at the brewery just because, I don't know, why is it so popular? All the, you know, other spots for people to park up the caravan have gone in town and then, you know, having to venture out into the forest, then that's an awfully large number of people. Sean, how are you feeling after the uh, Brewer's Night antics? Just peachy fine. How do you feel um, about abandoning your friends to get um, taken down by the security guards? Oh, and to be honest, it'll be a relief if he stops trying to hang out with us now. Can you describe um, your room? Yeah, I guess. Um, well, I imagine that we live in the poor area. Um, What's that called? West, West, West Mills. Mills. I reckon, you know, the bit uh, like directly opposite the football pitch? Janice? 
Where, where do you want to pick a house? I think we're not in the estate. We're sort of nearer town. I think we live in the row of houses opposite Bluesburg Park. Sean, back to you. So describe your room, please. Um, so I think from my room, I can see the football pitch, um, but it's a small room and it's a bit dingy is the right word, but it's, it's like clean, especially for a teenager. But, um, like old and a bit um, threadbare. Lots of, um, like, uh, I guess, football posters, which I am an expert in and can describe in great detail. Suddenly, <laughs> you are disturbed, would you believe, by a knock at the door. And also, no one's no one's at your house to to answer no the door. No so, so where where's everyone at your house? Um, so what time in the morning is it? It's about nine nine thirty. Okay, so my dad's not up yet. My mum's up and looking after my little sister in the kitchen, making breakfast and stuff. And I'm in my room lounging. What do you do? Ignore it. Mum will get <laughs> Suddenly, your your mum calls up the stairs. Sean, honey, there's someone at the door for you. Come quick, sweetie. It's the sheriff. Um, I will. Oh, okay. <laughs> Um, I'm going to like try and brush my hair down a bit so I look a bit respectable, like that's going to change anything. <laughs> and then I'm going to go downstairs and open the door. Uh, morning, Sean. Uh, got a got a bit of a difficult thing to discuss. Um, I had Mr. Richard Fogel, yes, and uh, Ed Daniels in last night, and they claim you was with them at the brewery. Me? No. Well, um, what's that stolen bottle there on your on your <laughs> in clear in clear view that I can see that says uh, property? of the old abandoned blueberry brewery. It's a fair cop, governor. You call me red-handed. Um, I think you better come down to the station, young man. Okay. Right, um... Sean, honey, what's going on? Uh, nothing. (laughs) Just gonna go and help the sheriff. Okay, be back by sundown. Mommy loves you. You are taken to the sheriff's station. You're led into, through the reception and the bullpen, into one of the interview rooms, which is uh, small and cramped, with a table, two chairs, and a two-way mirror. Sheriff Blunt sits you down. Now, son, why were you at the old brewery last night? Um, it was a dare. (sighs) You kids are always uh, trespassing in places that you shouldn't be. Do you have any idea how dangerous it is up there? No. But there was clearly, it was clearly signposted, danger, keep out. There's all sorts of fallen masonry and uh, quicksand and shit. Baby traps, rolling boulders. <laughs> all of that, anything could happen at an old abandoned brewery, young man. I'm going to be very contrite and just apologise. I'm sorry about that. It was mm. dirt and I won't do it again. Just then, the door opens and Daniel Berry comes rushing in. He grabs you by the lapels like a madman. Man. What did you see, huh? Why was you in my old brewery? Did you see anything suspicious? Why were you snooping around? Um, I'm gonna look over at the sheriff as though he should maybe intervene. The sheriff merely shrugs and goes, tell the man. Ah, oh, okay. I want you to be charged with the maximum penalty. No one breaks into my property. 
You could have seen, uh, stolen all sorts of valuable things that I need for my new brewery, and so on and so forth. <laughs> He's pretty angry. Hmm. I think you should uh, test your charm, please. I might need to change tat and uh, just apologise on that one. And uh, I got a three, so I'm going to start by saying it was really dark, and I'm sure it's haunted, and I was really scared. And I'm going to try and do, like, puppy dog eyes <laughs> and look like a timid child. <laughs> You think you can pull that crap with me, son? You're the biggest insert basketball position here on the team. I've seen you play at many a sports day. You're telling me you was chicken shit about the dark? God damn it, Alan yeah, but Blunt. It's different because this kid needs the book thrown at him. Uh, Sheriff, oh, Sheriff Blunt. Don't do that because we've got a big match coming up and they need me. I'm, I'm in every right mind to talk to your father. <gasps> No, not my father. And don't play, don't get dramatic with me. Um, I'm going to go a bit obsequious and call him sir and uh, try and reassure him that I'll never do it again, sir. Hmm, well, Sheriff Blunt, make sure that this kid serves some time or gets a record or something. The sheriff nods placatingly. Oh, I have to be back by sundown. <laughs> and uh, escorts Daniel Berry out of the police station. Then he comes back. Okay. <sighs> Don't worry. That was intense. Yeah, it was intense. I wonder I wonder what's got his goat. Hmm. Don't worry, I'm not gonna charge you, but I am gonna give you a warning like I did for your little friends. You stay away from the old brewery, especially now you've seen how worked up Daniel Berry gets about it. Run along. Right, I'm gonna go. run along. Tyler, yeah. How are you feeling after you after your experience at the Temperance Society? Yeah, fine. Not Intrigued. Describe your room. <laughs> um, it's quite nice. What, what's the nicest no. thing in it? What would be your uh, personal well, no, treasure? Like, um, no, actually, it's quite plain, and there's like lots of notice boards up with photos of things that I've taken around the town. Oh, and I've got like a photo developing lab. What would you say is your best <laughs> photo? Like the, your proudest picture that you show off to your friends? Um, uh, no, well, I've just got lots of the town, just like loads of the different the town and different events and things. I've stuck up all my Polaroids from yesterday. So what are you what are you going to do today? Um, well, I need to look into what, what did that lady say? She believes that there's body parts in the beer um, and lots of brewery employees have gone missing. She went on to say that if you don't believe her, you can check the town records. So I might for head proof. to the tra town records or to the maybe the old brewery to see if there's anything there. We shall reconvene at Blueberry Brewery, where Janice um, and Melissa have arrived and are queuing in line for the for the tour. Also, an alarming amount of like redneck hillbillies queuing up for the tour as well. Jerry, what's your progress towards the brewery? I've just made it. And I've cut into the front of the line. Ooh. Now you see here, why the hell you got so many people coming around your brewery talk? I've got people parking all over my lawn. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm trying to live with the they're all up there. Oh, sorry, that kind of thing. Well, brewery employee Melanie Chatwin, she's 26, she's pretty, she's dressed more business-like than necessary for a brewery. Um, I'm terribly sorry, sir, but uh, there does appear to be a surge in popularity uh, of the brewery. Um, <laughs> we, we accept no responsibility for what our patrons or visitors do outside of the brewery property, so uh, I can only apologise for that. If you'd like to join the it's $15 a 
a ticket, but I will ask that you have to get to the back of the line, unfortunately. I'm going to ask you, I'm going to have to ask you to hurry up and make a choice, sir. You're holding up the queue. Uh, okay, yeah, I, I sort of, you know, mumble and walk off, uh, thinking to myself, I'll, uh, I'll go in, I'll, uh, I'll queue, I'll do the tour and see if I can complain to someone inside. <laughs> so, a few, a few rednecks pay, pay Melanie and go to wait in the foyer, and, uh, Janice and Melissa, you, you get up to the front of the queue. Um, well, hi there, girls. Are you here for the tour? Hi. Melissa goes, hi, Melanie. Hey. Oh, hi, Melissa. I'm sorry about what happened to Dwayne. Can we come in? <laughs> yeah, that'll be uh, $15 each, please, for the tour. But we're minors. Isn't it cheaper? Um, no, yes, you're minors, but also you're touring a brewery, so... <laughs> there's a lot of... <laughs> There's a lot of logistical red tape there, I'm afraid. So, $15 and I won't tell. Alright then, okay, looking around to see what trouble we can cause. Okay, you, you pay your money and you're waiting in the foyer. And, uh, Jerry, a few more rednecks go in and now it's your turn. Hello again, sir. Have you decided to take the tour? Uh, yeah, something like that. That'll be $15 then, please. Yeah, didn't you know I used to work here? I'm afraid not, sir. That may be, sir, but <laughs> that's no longer the case, is it? Take the ticket, we'll give her the money, take the ticket and head inside. Once everyone's inside the foyer, Melanie gathers you round the door. Hi, I'm Melanie and I'll be your guide today. If you have any questions along the way, I'm always happy to chat. And she throws open the double doors into the first room. Welcome to our history historical exhibit room. It's full of glass cabinets holding early beer bottles, ledgers, etc. from the original brewery. Janice, what else catches your eye? That one of the cabinets in the corner hasn't been completely shut properly after someone's cleaned it. So I spot that and think this could be a source of mischief. You know, perhaps we could nick something from the cupboard or just move something and cause some trouble. Whilst Melanie's uh, distracted talking through tour stuff, you can test your flight if you wish to try and sneak away and investigate the unlocked cupboard. I've rolled a six! Suddenly, Melanie is uh, asked a question by one of the rednecks, which takes up her whole attention. Uh, I was gonna say there, darling, you make that there beer here? <laughs> Why, yes, sir. Let me tell you all about it. So... <laughs> You make your way. You make your way to the cupboard. What What do you find in the What's in the cupboard? So in the cabinets, there are some examples of the first bottles and whatever the things are that go on the taps in the pub, all laid out in order of when they were produced. So I try to rearrange them in a different order and put the bottles where the tap covers are. Why? Because <laughs> they'll be labelled wrong. It'd be funny. <laughs> Yeah, do it, do it, Janice. Let's screw those bastards over. Um, Jerry, what what catches your eye in the exhibition room? Um, well, I've noticed that these two, uh, two clearly underage girls, are uh, just dicking about, but I don't care, you know. Do you do you recognise them from yesterday? Uh, yeah, I probably I don't know. If I think about it hard enough, maybe I do recognise them, but just you know, teenagers, teenagers are teenagers. Um, I'm looking around thinking that. A lot of the stuff they have on show uh, doesn't match at all what um, actually goes on down in the bottling part of the uh, factory where I used to work in the old brewery. Um, so it's sort of, I don't know, like the whole tour, I realise the whole tour is just fake. It's just, you know, doesn't really resemble actually what goes on. Um, mm. Like all the machines are just kind of not what I used and just, you know, it's all, all a shiny lie. 
Well, if everyone's finished in the exhibition room, follow me and we'll go through into the ingredients room. Remember, I'm always happy to chat if you have any questions. Melanie opens the door to the next room, which is a long room full of big hoppers, full of different grains and fruits and things that make beer. It's not very interesting. Melanie, you know, people are just pottering about, looking at some grain and stuff. Melanie's standing there. This is the room that Melanie sort of likes to hurry through on the tour, really. Um, so yeah, what do you, Janice, what do you do in the um, ingredients room? Again, because we're trying to, you know, pay, get payback for Zamfar and Dwayne, trying to consider what kind of mischief I can get up to in that room, whether whether we could ruin a batch of beer by moving some of the ingredients over. If you uh, want to test your brains to see if you can come up with some, some mischief in the mixing room, it's going to be quite hard though, because it's quite a small, narrow room, uh, and Melanie will spot you quite easily. Uh, Jerry, is this is this any better on the tour? Is it in its more is it more real life? Well, not really. I mean, it's, it was never particularly aware of you know the uh, upstream process, but um, I don't know. It's just what all beer is made out of. There's nothing special about it. Like, I don't know. They wouldn't they wouldn't give away their recipe, so I don't see right why there should be any truth in the in the, this ex- exhibit. All right, then let's move on. Says Melanie chipperly. Um, come this way. She opens the next doors into the mixing room. This is where we put all the ingredients that you've just witnessed and mix them all together into our fabulous tasting blueberry beer. Remember, if anyone has any questions, I'd be more than happy to talk. She she opens the doors into a large mixing room. There's lots of vats uh, of uh, bubbling, sloshing beer in various stages of creation. Lots of big churning things and, you know, beer. Beer is happening, guys. Janice, what's what's going on in the mixing room? And this this was a room we could probably actually sneak off from the tour get somewhere else in the factory so we're gonna try and sneak off flight four ah damn it two Ooh, you try and you try and sneak out but melanie is watching you with her beady little business-like eyes so you you don't get the chance to sneak off jerry what what about you in the mixing room i'm gonna ask her a question Oh, hello, what, sir. What's that smell? That god-awful smell. Um, that's one of the preserving agents that we put into the beer to stop it going bad. But it smells bad. Ah, uh, but that's just in its raw state, I'm afraid, sir. Once it's mixed with, you know, the ingredients like the grains and the fruits and the water, then um, the chemical breaks down and it is a lovely preserving bouquet of sulfites, etc. Okay. Never, never try to sneak off while she's talking to Jerry. <laughs> that's going to be flight three because she's distracted. Six. Okay, so while she's talking to Jerry, you and um, Melissa sneak off behind some vats. What are you gonna do? Oh, we're gonna try and get into another bit of the brewery. Is there a door we can go through? So there's the door back into the ingredients room, or there's another door um, that leads towards the back of the building. I'm gonna go through the other door. You go through the other door, and you are in what seems to be a testing room. There's tables laid out with lots of miniature little glasses of different types of beer. Should we try some beer laugh? What do you try and how does it taste? So we'll go for the new and improved blueberry beer recipe. And how does it taste? Oh, 
awful. We're not impressed with that. Spit that out and then... Oh crap, someone's gonna notice we drank that. We're gonna have to fill it up with something. We just pour a little bit from all of the others into it so they will look about the same. <laughs> Back in the mixing room, suddenly two of the rednecks start scrapping, knocking everything about. Before anyone can do anything, all of the rednecks seem to be brawling with each other. Uh, a vat gets spilled over and a crate full of bottles is smashed. Melanie's standing in the middle. Stop, stop, please, please refrain from this destruction. Jerry, what do you do? The rednecks are having a, some sort of riot in the brewery. Oh, good, good question. Uh... How many are there? There's about nine rednecks. You know what, I'm going to see if I can sneak off as well and go and complain to someone else. Um, it's either back into the ingredients room or um, through the other door that Janice and Melissa went through. Uh, yeah, I'll go through the, the back door as well. Okay, you're in the testing room. Janice, how are you and Melissa reacting to this ruckus you can hear? Oh, that doesn't sound good. So we probably shouldn't go back. Maybe we can get further through into another part of the brewery, see what else we can find, because no one will notice that we're far too busy dealing with the brawling. Just then, Jerry spots you and Melissa lurking near the free samples. What are you two doing back here? Nothing. We got lost. Sure you did. Well, uh, the tour's gone to shit anyway. <laughs> All those yokels are fighting, and uh, I saw my opportunity. Um, I won't tell if you won't. Sounds good. I'm sorry about last night, by the way. I was a bit out of line. That was you, was it? Oh, that's all right. It seems like you're not the only ones to be ruining my piece these days. There is the door back into the mixing room with sounds of ruckus, or there's another door off to the right. Well, I'm going to go through this door. I'm going to see if I can find someone else to complain to about all these yokels parking on my lawn. Maybe we'll stay here for a bit. Okay, suit yourself. Okay, so, Jerry, you head into the bottling room, which uh, has, you know, production line bottles zooming around on little tracks and racks before being deposited in crates. Various minions are hauling crates and, you know, loading stuff up. Yeah, um, yeah. From there, obviously there's the door back into the testing room, or there's the door, the, like, shutter doors back outside. Um, I'm going to ask the nearest minion if there are any of the of, of management around, well, you know, whether it's Mr. Berry or anyone else. Oh, uh, well, Mr. Berry's usually upstairs in his office. Cool. How do I get upstairs? Uh, go back outside and the stairs next to the foyer. Didn't you used to work oh, here? I worked in the old factory, mate. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, stairs by the foyer, mate. Cool. Oh, uh, what, what's going on next door? Yokels fighting. Oh, Don't know fucking why. yokels. Oh, no. I remember last time. It must have been about five years ago. Fucking truckloads of them came and caused a load of shit as well. Bizarre. Yeah. so many. Why do they all come at once? Fuck no. Very strange. Anyway, uh, I've got to get on packing these bottles and that. Cheers, mate. All right, see you around, yeah? Yeah, uh, right. Outside and up some stairs I go, then. Just as you're heading up the stairs, Daniel Berry himself has made it back from the police station, hurries down the stairs. What? What in tarnation's going on down there? And he runs back into to the um, mixing room to try and help Melanie sort out the trouble. All those guys in the bottling room are just like, meh, she can handle it. But Daniel yeah. Berry has come down uh, to try and investigate the ruckus. He, he doesn't even notice you. He's so preoccupied, he just bezes it down the stairs to the mixing room. Uh, sure. Uh, I'm probably just going to go and wait upstairs then for him to come back or see if there's anyone else. So I'm just going to crack on. Okay, you emerge onto the first floor corridor uh, and there are two doors on your right. 
Uh, are they labelled? One says Mr. Berry, yeah. director, and the other says records. Okay. Uh, is Mr. Berry's door open? He was is... so, like, caught by surprise at the ruckus erupting downstairs that he did not lock his office door, no. Okay. Uh, I assume, like, any sort of standard office, it's got some... Some chairs for visitors, so I'm going to go in and sit down uh, and wait in his office. So, in the office, you're sitting on one of the, the plebe chairs. There is a desk, obviously, but there's also an empty desk near an old bookcase that you presume must have been Lucien the Blue's desk. Uh-huh. I'm going to leave you waiting there. Uh, Janice, are you still in the testing room? Yes. You hear raised voices next door as Daniel Berry enters the room. Now cut that out, the lot of you! Do you know how much money is worth of damage you've done here today? What are you and Melissa going to do? We're always worried that he's going to come in, so we're going to quickly quickly hide because we don't want to go out into the bustling room because Jerry said he's going to go and look for someone to complain to and we don't want to get caught. So we look around and see if there's anywhere we can hide in the testing room. Tyler, yeah. you were going to find some records, weren't you? Oh, yes. Where are you going to look for these records? I'm going to go to the town hall. You approach the town hall. It is a majestic-looking stone building with the prestigious town clock on the front, donated by Blueberry Brewery, of course. Uh, you head into the foyer. There's a big, grand staircase heading up. On the left is the large function room that always gets used for, you know, town meetings, the occasional wedding, etc. And the public archive are on the right. Well, I'll go to the right. Uh, You enter the public archives. It's a long room full of bookshelves and cabinets. Most of the town's history is in here. What specifically are you going to search for? Um, The brewery. You search under B for brewery. Yeah. And you find the blueprints of the brewery. But something catches your eye. What what catches your eye? What can you tell tell about the the blueprints? Um, Is that a passage? A secret passage. It looks like a secret secret passage. It looks like it runs from Daniel Berry's office, but it looks like it leads off to the northeast. Right, okay. That goes into the mountains, right? (gasps) The old brewery. Ah. Do you want to look for anything else in the in the archives? Uh, I'll have another look. What are you going to search for this time? Um, the old brewery. There's nothing in there under the old brewery, I'm afraid. But whilst you're searching for old brewery, there's one other file that catches your attention. What What do you spot in the records room? Uh, something about uh, the fire. Something about the fire. Police records from like the report about the fire. It says it was there. There was some evidence that it could have been um, arson, but there wasn't enough to do anything about it. What are you going to do now? Um, well, I'm going to find the secret passage. I'm going to go to the old brewery because I know it's abandoned. Sean, you have just been released from the police interview room. Obviously, Daniel Berry is a bit irate and he's not having a good day now there's been a riot at his yeah. brewery. Yeah, I mean, technically that was assault, right? He only grabbed your lapels. Anyway, what are you going to do now? Well, I'm kind of curious what he thinks I might have seen. And I did threaten last time, mostly as a joke, that I would go back in again. But I'm going to go to the old brewery. On the trail to the old brewery, you see another figure heading in the 
the same direction. It looks to be someone in their late twenties. So yeah, there's a, a figure in front of you on the trail. Cool. Um, I'm gonna go up to them. Tyler, you hear footsteps behind you. Hey, who's there? I've got a gun. Um, oh, it's you. I saw you coming out of the police station this morning. Yeah. What was? What were you was, doing there? Oh, I was taken in for questioning. About what? Trespassing at the old brewery. <laughs> what are you doing here? Back here? Um, I. Uh, well, I'm gonna tell him that Daniel Berry wanted to press charges and seemed really irate about it. Um, and it annoyed me, so I'm gonna trespass again just to spite him. Right. And see. And I'm gonna tell him that um, you know, that Daniel Berry was very suspicious about it, but that's not really my main concern. <laughs> that's his concern. <laughs> How do you feel um, about Daniel Berry acting suspicious? Well, uh, that makes me paranoid and superstitious. Um, <laughs> Have you put the gun away yet? <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, well, what am I saying? No, I'm going to be. What am I doing? Well, I think there's something going on, and I'm and I'm here to try and find out. Well, what do you reckon's going on? Uh, well, I think there's something. There's some link between the old brewery and the new brewery. There's some kind of secret um, passage. Actually, I'm not going to say about the secret passage because I I wouldn't. But I say I think there's something going on, so I'm, I'm going in to investigate. So you better not get in my way. Cool. Um. Well, I give you an appraising look and say I don't think you're going to manage to break in by yourself. Um. Because you know I'm a super sportsman. So. Well, I I'll say. Well, you lead me the way to where you got in last night. Show me how What's you got it? in. Why? Why should I? Because uh, I've got a gun. Oh, oh no, no. You, you better tell me, otherwise I'll go to the sheriff and tell him that you've been trespassing again. Uh, well, I haven't yet. If I well, just I know. Well, I'll tell him that you have been. Oh, okay. I mean, that sounds fair enough for me, so I'll do that. <laughs> You get to the old brewery and um, the security guard has been busy. The hole that Sean heroically ripped in the fence last night has been fastened shut again. Well, what are you okay. going to do now? That's, that's more of a, a hindrance than, than I realised. Um, I'm going to scout round, see if I can notice any other holes or anywhere where the barbed wire on top of the fence isn't there so I could get over. Brains. I've got three. So. Uh, you, you look around, but you, you can't spot any any other ways in well if we climb up if we get on top of this old barrel and climb up over this wall we can walk along this plank bit and then jump down into this courtyard area sounds good to me <laughs> would you hold the gun while you do that no it's fine it's in my bag okay that's gonna be some grit i'm gonna climb it tyler Night. tyler nimbly flips up the fence and uh does whatever he was gonna do going along a plank and whatever uh sean you have also successfully got over over the fence. Uh, you're in. You're into the brewery. With less grace than Tyler and I am surprised, I have to admit, about his you know, agility. As you are making your way to the actual building, Sean, is there any, any any other security measures that you can remember from the night before that might still be in play today? Like maybe looking out for the dog. Okay, well the guard and the dog aren't visible at the moment but what are you going to do? Well, we're going to try and get in. Get in. Well, there's an open window. Where's the... Where's we went the... in through 
through this window and I point it out. Okay, well, I'm going to go through. Flight 10. Um, 9. They go you both easily in through the window. The guard hasn't even spotted yeah. you. You go back. Most of the lower levels are blocked by too much debris. It's going to take brawn to clear some debris out the way. I don't know there's a passage, so I'm not going to be looking hey, for it. Hey, you need to help me. Otherwise, I'm going to say that you're... Like, what are you here for anyway? You're, you're very threatening. <laughs> Got a gun. Well, I'm paranoid and superstitious <laughs> with a gun. It's gonna take charm. Five. No, not having it. Well, I'll move stuff myself. You do that. I'm gonna look around and see okay. um, what looks weird that Daniel Berry might have been going on about. Okay. Well, the weird thing is through here, if you'll help me. Oh, well, that's different. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's <one. laughs> Sean, what, what, did you, what did you notice in the... Can you remember what you noticed in the ash? It was footprints. There are footprints around the debris. Well, I think it's through here, this thing. If you help me move the debris, I think there's a passage here. Where does the footprint go? Do you, are they going to where he's pointed? They are leading to and from the debris pile. Cool. In that case, I will go and help. Ron to move debris. Okay, that's a, that's a four. Oh, it's a three. Well, it's all like... Um, it's all locked together. Yeah, you like you can't shift move one, one bit, bit at a time. At yeah. the same time, it's all like... Uh, right, the footprints go in and out which means it's post-fire, okay? So there must be a way through that we're not seeing. Mm. Looks like, guys, though, you're you're not strong enough to move this debris without extra help or without um, some equipment. Hey, haven't you got any mates that can help? No, they've got <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I know someone that I can call upon. Howie! <laughs> I'll, go, I'll get Howie. He'll help. I'll just the give drum. him a few, like, beers and he'll help. Uncle Howie, he's, he's going to be really good. <laughs> And re reliable. <laughs> I think this is a good plan. <laughs> well, who else are we going to get? Um, yeah, I'm just really not thinking. Uh, is there anything else that I can see? Like something obvious, like a clear part that shouldn't be clear, or machinery mm. that's later missing? Or... No. no oh, right. it's, all, it's just a big heap of crap piled over to where the footprints are, are, are leaking. Janice, by this time, um, so you hear sirens. Sheriff Blunt has uh, arrived and apprehended the yokels with his squad, and things are starting to quiet down a bit now. Uh, no one has come, you know, Melissa doesn't think anyone went out of the mixing room further on, so you're okay there. Things are just calming down, you and Melissa. You're still just hiding in the testing room. So it's quieting down, so now might be the time to make our way out. Uh, what mischief can we cause before we go, other than having just ruined all the samples and the new beer mix? I've got my backpack with me that has got some pens in it. Just for a laugh, I'm going to find the bit of paper that's got like, the list of stuff for the new beer and write feet on the bottom. Jerry, mm -hmm. now that the ruckus downstairs is sorted, you hear footsteps coming up the stairs and Daniel Berry appears in his office doorway. Oh, Jerry, this is a this is an unexpected surprise. What brings you to the brewery? Well, I'm sorry to bother you, Mr. Mr. Berry, but uh, I just have to complain about your brewery tour bringing in all sorts of ruffians into town. You're telling me, have you seen have you seen the shitstorm they've caused downstairs? There's at least $3,000 worth of lost beer down there. Well, that is a shame, and they're all over my lawn too. Uh. Well, I'm sure 
Melanie downstairs told you that we can't accept any responsibility for that. We can't help it if we're the most popular brewery tour in the Northeast. Well, I suppose so, but you know, normally it's not this busy. Why are all these uh, uh, low yokels coming? Uh, I honestly can't tell you. They seem to roll in every few years or not. I think the last time they were here was about five years ago, just before the fire. Very strange, very strange. Uh, just hope it wasn't one of them that burnt down the old brewery and they won't do it again. But why Why would a bunch of yokels burn down the old brewery? Why would they have a fight in a brewery? That is a good point. I don't know. If only there was, if only there was some way of finding out what brought these yokels here. Yeah, if only. I tell you what, you you used to you used to work for the brewery. I was awful sorry to see you go, and I never really understood the reasons why you quit back in uh, March 1980. Um, but if you could uh, see yourself to doing me one little favor, I'd greatly appreciate it. Especially with all the damage and trouble, things just haven't been the same since Lucian lost his life. You know, in that fire. Yeah. Uh, well, what can I do for you? See if you can see if you can do some snooping. Find out why these yokels uh, trashed my brewery. Okay. They hadn't even uh, got to the sampling room, so it's not like they were wasted off free beer. Mm. Uh, what do you propose? I go down the town hall, look at the local records? Or... I don't know. A, a, a traveling yokel's gonna be in the local records? True. No. I don't know. I, I reckon if there's any evidence to be found, it'll be in one of their stinky caravans. <laughs> Will it now? Okay. I'll see what I can find out. Thanks, Jerry. And like I said, it was it was awful sad to see you leave the brewery, the blueberry family. Well, you know. Incidentally, Jerry, why did you quit your job at the brewery on the 10th of March, 1980? Uh, when did the place burn down? The place burnt down. Well, Lucy and the Blue died on the fire on the 3rd of March. <laughs> so you quit just after the fire. Uh, yeah. Uh, I quit because... Uh, so, coincidentally, uh, there had also been a fire uh, at uh, my house where I lived with uh, my wife and daughter, um, and it was part. Of, well, it was kind of my fault uh, because. Uh, I'd been drinking and uh, I was basically so out of it that I, I, I don't know, I knocked over a, uh, something that started a fire or whatever and, and didn't do anything about it. Um, did not kill my uh, wife and daughter, or me obviously. That was the the, the final straw uh, and my wife left me and took, um, took the daughter with uh, and uh, I've been a recluse ever since and I quit my job and I quit drinking and etc. Well, I'm, I'm mighty sorry to hear that, but make sure you find out what I wanted, yeah? Yeah, bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> bye. Now I've got a ton of insurance forms to fill out after those bloody yokels. Janice, you're still hanging around in the brewery. What, what are you going to do? What are you doing, love? So we got to get out now. Um, probably we're thinking that going out through the room we came in is probably not a good idea because you know, Melanie might still be there and then she'll realise we were missing. We're going to see if we can get out the other door without anyone spotting us. You head into the bottling room. Can you do flight oh. Ooh, as soon as you step through the door one of the crate stacking bottler people spots you what are you doing in here I thought the tour went to shit oh we got lost we were looking for the toilets and we got lost is this not how we get out like many of the buildings in Bluesburg there are no toilets <laughs> oh well 
Well, we were desperate and, you know, we kind of got lost. Can, can, you, can you show us how we get out? <sighs> Through that loading bay door there. Thank you so much. You emerge outside just as Jerry is coming down the stairs from Daniel's office. Oh, hi again. Oh, hello. So you got out then? Yeah, yeah. We kept out of trouble. I'm sure. Uh, I'll be on my way. I'm going to see if I do anything these, about these young calls myself. Oh dear. We better stay clear then. Don't want to upset you anymore. Bye. Bye. <laughs> To be continued.